Peace be with you in Jesus' name. We come to worship him, our glorious God, on the mountain of transfiguration. Here Jesus revealed the glory of God as we will see him in heaven. In dramatic fashion, Jesus reminded his disciples that staying in the glory on the mountain was not an option. The fulfillment of Christ's mission was down on the plain. As we relive the moment of transfiguration on the mountain, we celebrate that God can sustain us through the dark valleys by his living presence before us. Jesus has revealed the great glory of God, and we are privileged to glimpse a little peek of what we will see forever in eternity. And so we worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. God shines in glory. Our God comes, he does not keep silence. Before him there is a devouring fire, around him a mighty tempest. God shines in glory. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth below that he may judge his people. God shines in glory. We make our confession. Our gracious God has appeared. Jesus entered human history to die for our sins and rise to new life. He is now in heaven at the right hand of God the Father. And in our mind's eye and with faithful confidence we go to the throne of God's grace in heaven, confessing our sins. And Heavenly Father, forgive us, good Lord. We confess that we have not let your promises of eternal deliverance change our thinking, our living, and our relating to others. Forgive us, good Lord. Our hope for daily and eternal forgiveness is secure in Jesus. For he who was transfigured is the one who has the victory. As a servant of Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And so we boldly enter into his presence with rejoicing. In the name of Jesus, amen. And let us pray. O God, in the glorious transfiguration of your beloved Son, you confirm the mysteries of the faith by the testimony of Moses and Elijah, in the voice that came from the bright cloud, you wonderfully revealed your heavenly glory 
and our adoption by grace. Mercifully bring us into the fullness of your glory here and in heaven through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We turn to God's sacred word as we celebrate Jesus' transfiguration. We hear from the book of Proverbs, from the book of Hebrews, chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters, who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house. And we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the Holy Gospel of St. Luke, the ninth chapter, beginning at verse 28. Glory to you, O Lord. About eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, James, and John with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. And while he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them. And they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Mm -hmm. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We share a great hope that we might see the glory of God. We pray to see his glory as others have before us. A long, long time ago, more than 3,000 years ago, the man named Moses had been given a hard job to do. With courage, Moses kept on working to get the people of Israel free of their slavery to the Egyptians. And now, somehow, amazingly, God had actually made it happen. But now what? Here they were, this huge group of people, out in the desert. Where should they go now? And Moses looked out into the emptiness of the desert. And there was a pillar made of clouds rising from the earth. It was the glory of God ready to lead them forward. Again, a long, long time ago, about 2,800 years ago, the man named Elijah had been given a hard job to do. He had to speak of God's righteousness to a nation of people who were rapidly losing interest. In a time of drought and hunger, these people were desperate. They would resort to any kind of superstition just to try to make it rain. And Elijah wanted them to see that now, more than ever, they needed to remain faithful to the true and living God. So, bravely, Elijah called on God to show his glory. By his spirit alone, God lit up into flames Elijah's sacrifice of wood and smoke. And now Elijah confidently pointed out Across the sea, there across the water, was a tiny little cloud on the horizon. And then suddenly the whole sky above them grew black. The wind rose and a heavy rain came to nourish the land. God had shown his glory. So we can wonder, what would Moses or Elijah tell us it was like to see the glory of God in this way? Well, Jesus. Jesus had talked with his disciples about the glory of God. The more he talked the more Peter, James, and John had gotten curious. One day, not that long ago, Jesus had spent a day out in the country 
talking with a crowd of people about the kingdom of God. At the end of the day, Jesus had fed these 5,000 people with just a couple loaves of bread and a few fish. That night, as they laid down to rest, Peter, James, and John might have wondered about the miracle of that day. Was this it? Had they seen the glory of God? And Jesus told them, no, no, that wasn't it. That wasn't the glory of God. He told them when the Father comes in all his glory with his holy angels, you will know that it would be worth trading the whole world to see God in his glory in his kingdom. And then after he told them that, Jesus might have just casually looked at Peter, James, and John with just a hint of a smile and said, I tell you the truth. Some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God in all its glory. Well, for Peter, James, and John, Questions must have swirled in their minds, just like they would for us. Questions about seeing the glory of God? Really? When? How? Well, perhaps later that day, Peter, James, and John walked off apart from Jesus, and they agreed. This was something they needed to pray about. So, if you and I join Peter, James, and John in this prayer to see God's glory, what are we hoping for? Do we want to hope that we will be like Moses and see a pillar of cloud ready to lead us across a desert? Well, in a way, we do need something like that, don't we? We'd love to see the light of God's glory and be able to confidently walk forward knowing and singing and rejoicing of God's glory like in Psalm 57. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God. Above the heavens, let your glory be over all the earth. Well, we can hope and pray for that. And more. Because the glory of our God is great. So, do we want to hope that we might be like the prophet Elijah? who saw the glory of God out there across the lake in a tiny little cloud that singed, signaled an end to the drought. Well, yeah, that would be good. Maybe we have not been going hungry in a famine, but would you agree with me, perhaps living through a pandemic? 
can be compared very easily to a drought and a famine. We can hope and pray for this and more because the glory of our God is great. I can imagine Peter, James, and John praying about this. Would they be so honored, so blessed to see the glory of God for themselves? And you just know, right, of course, Jesus, the Son of the living God, had heard every whisper of their prayers. So now Jesus invited Peter, James, and John to go up on a mountain and pray with him. Well, now they would follow his footsteps up a mountain. You know, you think about it easily, our life of faith and hope is like this. It's a walk up a mountain that takes courage, it takes strength, it takes endurance. But with every step, it is also a great and magnificent adventure. It is a prayer of sorts in itself, isn't it? Where will you lead and guide us, great teacher? We will follow you. As Psalm 84 says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, O God. Blessed are those who have set their hearts on a holy walk. They go from strength to strength until they, be, until they appear before God on his holy mountain. Peter, James, and John could already cheer in agreement with the writer of Psalm 84. Better is one day in the glory of your courts than a thousand elsewhere. For the Lord is like the sun and like a protective shield. So if you close your eyes and you pray for a moment... What might happen? Perhaps you feel a burden lifted. You feel a growing peace. Taking some long, deep breaths and just letting yourself be in the presence of our God. You and I can try to imagine what might happen if we were praying and Jesus was praying with us and we were on the top of a mountain, well, what would we see? As Jesus was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus. In this one moment, everything is filled with significance. Was Peter thinking of this moment years later when he wrote, 
Do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. Years later, John would describe it this way. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. It was hard in that moment to understand. But later, Peter would put it quite well. We were eyewitness of his majesty, he wrote. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. Peter, James, and John had heard the voice of God. The voice that had once said, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Well, surely you and I would be right alongside Peter, right? Saying, Jesus, this is great. Let's just stay right here. But this was not the day for that. As Jesus slowly walked them down the hillside, now these three men, Peter, James, and John, knew that nothing was impossible for God. They had seen the glory of God that day. From this moment... Peter would say, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. Seeing the glory of God now, Peter, James, and John knew their home was wherever Jesus was. Just like Isaiah had said, the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. Peter, James, and John had gotten to see the glory of God as he will be in heaven. And now they would be honored to walk with him and watch him create a new heaven and a new earth in the most unlikely and surprising of ways. That you and I will get to see the glory of God. We will walk with him now. We will walk with him to the cross. We will walk with him to the tomb where he will open new life. We will walk with him forever, who is our glorious home. 
Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed in Jesus' name. Glorious and good Father, we praise you, we thank you, we worship you for the glorious transfiguration of Jesus where your eternal glory was seen. Bless us with faith, hope, and trust that we will see your glory both now and forever. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I thank you that you might send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. Let us pray, Heavenly Father, today we remember the day Jesus took his disciples up onto a mountain and showed them his heavenly glory. Like those disciples, help us to always see the hope and glory of heaven before us. Let us pray to the Lord, Father in heaven, may you be glorified. Father, we celebrate today that you are great and mighty to create a new heaven and a new earth. Inspire each of us to help make this world a better place. Show us how to treat others with integrity and grace. Help us to bring your compassion and righteousness into our relationships with family and friends, co-workers, classmates, and our fellow man. Let us pray to the Lord. Father in heaven, may you be glorified. For all who are sick, lonely, or in distress, especially we pray for them, that the Holy Spirit would visit, relieve, accompany, assure, and comfort them. Let us pray to the Lord. Father in heaven, may you be glorified. For all who work and care for the land, that God would provide bountiful harvests. And for all who manage the world's resources, that God would give them wisdom so that future generations may enjoy our Creator's good earth. Let us pray to the Lord. 
Father in heaven, may you be glorified. And Father, we pray for those we name before you in our hearts. And Father, we pray that you would keep us strong in faith, secure in hope, and abounding in love. Let us pray to the Lord, Father in heaven, may you be glorified. We remember before you, O Lord, in our hearts and minds this day, all those relatives, friends, and fellow church members who have gone before us to your eternal presence. Grant us a living hope that as we have seen your glory in the transfiguration, we may look forward to sharing the glory of heaven. As this we ask, through our Savior Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, throughout our days of pilgrimage, guide us on our way that we may be led by the clear light of your Spirit, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God richly bless you, like those on the mountain of transfiguration, that you might see the glory of God today and forever through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Alleluia! And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Alleluia! The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.